The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. It's real simple. You know, if you take a person's legs away, they can't run. Bear down, baby. Yes, sir. Bears fans, this is Take the North with your hosts, David Haw and Dan Weeder. We're going to take the North and never give it back. Welcome into the Take the North podcast, a victory edition. I'm Adam Staczynski. I produce the Take the North podcast. I'm filling in today for David Haw, who is on the Mullion Haw show from or on, on 670 to score Monday through Friday in the mornings. Alongside Dan Wiederer, who covers the Bears for the Chicago Tribune. Dan is at Soldier Field still after a, dare I say, a, a good win for the Bears, maybe not even a good win, a great win for the Bears at home over a division opponent. The first time they've won two games in a row in the Matt Eberflus era, they beat the Lions 28-13. to They hold the Lions without a point in the second half, and they do what they were not able to do about a month ago against the Lions, Dan. They finished. They had the Lions down in the fourth quarter, and they didn't let them back into the game. Yeah, Studs, I think the, the word that comes to mind for me is complete. It's a complete game. You played all four quarters. You played all 60 minutes. You played all three phases in a way that gave you an opportunity to beat a quality opponent. And not only to beat them, but to seize momentum when it was there for you and then to capitalize on it in ways that good teams do. Now, I think the general sentiment that I have, which was echoed by players in the locker room, is, okay, now we got to build on that. We've got to stack several of these together. But as you mentioned, consecutive wins for the first time since late in the 2021 season, back-to-back NFC North wins for the first time in even longer. And so you've got a, a, a victory here that should provide – Confidence, belief, momentum mm-hmm. uh, going into to week 15, which will uh, include a trip to Cleveland to play the Browns. And uh, another, we'll pile on one other statistic. Patrick Finley sent this out after the game. This is the first time the Bears have won after a bye week in a decade. Ten Whoa. years. The last time the Bears won after a bye. And you know, I, I saw that and I knew it had been a while, but I didn't think it had been a decade. So basically your entire time on the beat, Dan, the Bears haven't won off the bye week. I'm going to have to triple check uh, Pat's uh, research. Not that I wouldn't trust Pat and the uh, the reliable Sun-Times, but I'm going to have to check into that. That's crazy. That's crazy to think about that they finally got on the right side of one of those. And again, like it took 
just to, you know, the, the resilience, I guess, to overcome uh, a sloppy finish to the first half. Mm. Uh, you know, the Lions get that that score to go ahead right before halftime, and they're getting the ball coming out of halftime because the Bears continue to take the ball when they win the coin flip. Uh, and you're thinking, oh, boy, this is a danger zone here. And what does the defense do for you, studs? They come out and they get three consecutive three and outs to open the second half. And that's part of a second half in which they allowed 76 total yards and four first downs to a Lions offense that's pretty potent and full of playmakers. And I think for me, one of the things, just taking the elevator down to the locker room after the game that you just start to realize is that the the sample size is big enough now to understand that this defense is emerging in meaningful ways and when healthy and when playing this brand of football where, you, where, you, where you're getting sacks and takeaways and they're able to capitalize on those, you, you're starting to find the formula for putting together sustained success. Yeah, the defense was excellent today. And since we're on the topic, let's go ahead and dive into the defense a little bit. Like you mentioned, it really just an overall dominant day. And this is a Lions team that has been scuffling in recent weeks, even going back to the first Bears game. Then they lose on Thanksgiving to the Packers. They kind of escaped with a win over the Saints. But the offense had still been scoring largely in that time. And they held this Lions offense down. A couple players that, that I know we both want to spotlight – Jaquan Brisker had an right. excellent, excellent game with credited for 17 total tackles, 13 of them solo. Montez Sweat is credited with four QB hits along with a sack and a handful of tackles to go along with that. So two guys on this defense, we'll start with Brisker, Dan, who, by the way, on, on Tuesday will be on the Bernstein and Home Show at 1030 a.m. on 670 to score in Chicago. Maybe the best game of his career. It was nice to hear Matt Eberflus kind of talk in the post game about what makes Jaquan Brisker so valuable to this defense. And part of that is the passion that he brings every single day. Uh, we talked to Andre Curtis late last week just about how infectious that is. And when you get a guy that wears that so outwardly and exudes that in a way that that brings people um, that energy, that juice that we always talk about, and mm. then puts the production together with it, as you saw today, uh, you've got something there. And, and you, you you mentioned that, and you, you rightfully uh, highlight the, the production he had. And then you talk about Montez Sweat. And then you talk about Tremaine Edmonds getting an interception and Jalen Johnson getting another interception and TJ Edwards being in the right place to recover a, a, an errant snap that the Lions had that the Bears immediately turned into points. You've got players. And when you can rely on the plural players to make plays in moments. Now, all of a sudden you, you got something going here. There's no question that defensively there, there is very real and very legitimate momentum building. And for the offense to be able to, to use that to their advantage, uh, they need to do it more. You know, we've, we've seen a lot of takeaways over the last three weeks that have not turned into the, the knockout punch that the bears need, but they did enough with it today to run away from the first place team in the division. And that's significant. And Montez Sweat, if we go back a little bit to when the Bears traded for him and there was a, a, you know, a lot of discussion about whether or not that was a, the right move, they needed to extend him, which of course they did, and then it was going to be a question of what kind of meaning did he bring to this team. Well, since the, that trade, the Bears have a winning record and they've become – Freak, they frequently have created takeaways. Yeah. And that's not yeah, to say right. it's that's not all to say it's necessarily because of Montez Sweat, but I don't think no, you, can, still, you can't. Yeah, there's, I think there's a definite correlation between that trade, him coming in here, and this defense's drastic improvement. 
when, once you start heating up opposing quarterbacks, you're creating opportunities for your secondary, and then you're creating anxiety in the opposing offense. And, and both of those things have been very real since Montez Sweat got here. Very real again today. That for, for two games now, they've made Jared Goff look extremely uncomfortable. Uh, and that's significant because all of a sudden you get the Lions playing uh, you know, out of rhythm, out of flow. Uh, you get an opportunity to take Amon Ross St. Brown out of the game, which the Bears did very well today. Sam Laporta didn't hurt them. Uh, outside of a, a couple passes early, didn't really do anything at all in the second half. They were able to eventually get their arms around Jameer Gibbs after Gibbs looked like he was on his way to a huge day in the first half, and then they really bottled him up. Uh, so look, like like you've got a lot of things going right here, and you have enough. Again, you have enough pieces here where you can do multiple things defensively. And, and adding Sweat up front was a huge deal to then allow yourself the the luxury of being able to call certain things being able to react to certain things and being able to have the success now that they've had uh, for more than a month. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, Quick strategic thinking is crucial, and with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown, and through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Before we talk about the offenses specifically, as we, as we talk about how the, the defense has created this momentum and how this team seems to have momentum, what do you think this win and the last couple wins mean to the Bears? So you're in the locker room after the game. Yeah. This is a team that hasn't experienced a loss now and by <laughs> next week, a month. Yeah, right. And we were talking about for how long, you know, the 14-game, the losing streak before, before they finally got the win against Washington earlier in the season. How... Does this locker room feel? What are the players saying? And, and, and what is their reaction to experience what has been a genuine run of, of good winning football? Well, a couple things I'll say on that. Number one is, is a surge like this is always good for the vibes. You know, there's always good vibes when you win. You can go back in the, the locker room during the week and to practice during the week and, and, and just build off the, the positive feelings you have of being able to do things that put you in position for success. I give Matty Bufloos a lot of credit for messaging this the right way during a lot of the lows in terms of just like if we keep doing the right things, eventually it'll pay off. And they, there are times where that gets a little bit old and nonsensical because you're losing, you're losing, you're losing. You're like, all right, coach, when is this going to pay off? Well, they, they've started to make it pay off. And so once you start to get those uh, tangible, real results, 
you you have those then, right? And and it's that whole learn to win topic we talked about late in 2022 because it becomes just the experience that you now believe, you know, and mm-hmm. that's where, where it comes from. It's the belief that you're as good as the opponent you're playing, which didn't exist a year ago. It's the belief that when the game is on the line, you're going to rise up and make more plays in the big moments than the other team is. And the Bears have that. That belief is growing right now. By the same token, Adam, I think the veterans and the guys that, that understand this league um, know that this is just a, a, a small winning streak for a team that mm-hmm. hopes to have a big winning streak at some point in its existence. You know, Cole Komet, always one of those grounded guys in that locker room talking about you don't have a parade for, for two consecutive victories. You know, we, we embrace them. But we make sure that we know where we are. And we're a five and eight football team still trying to win out to <laughs> even have a say in the playoff picture, right? And so I think that combination of of believing it while still having the the understanding to to stay grounded and in the reality zone of who you are and where you're trying to get to is significant. And so we'll see how they can build on it because um, the next four games certainly winnable, but they're also winnable for the teams you're playing. And and so you're gonna go to Cleveland next week against the team that uh, has has found itself a little bit with Joe Flacco and you're <laughs> going to have to try, you're going to have to try to, to, to go on the road and, and, and put forth a, a similar performance to this. And that's, you know, that, that, that consistency word that we've been talking about for a long time. That's not just Justin Fields. That's the entire team has to continue to be consistent. And that's, a, that's going to be a game. And, and, and this is something I'm sure might eventually come up during the week. That's a game for Justin Fields to exercise some demons. Remember the first start of his yeah. career oh, yeah, was in I. Cleveland and it was, a horrible day all around, but again, nine sacks, one net passing yeah. yard. We'll get yeah, to that later yeah. this week. Yeah, yeah, we definitely <laughs> will be talking about that later in the week. But one, one more uh, big picture thing because I know we want to talk about the the big fourth and thirteen touchdown to DJ Moore. Yeah, I said, and when we were doing our season predictions, I said that I want one win where it's a sh- a, a show it to me win, sure. like a win yeah. where you're like, okay, like I see where this is going. I see what this team is becoming. I think this might have been that. And, you know, there's, there was opportunities for bigger wins earlier in the season, but this was the kind of win where you're like, okay, like I see what they're doing here. I can see from here, there might be an elite defense building. And there's still questions about the quarterback and what they're going to be doing on offense and the offensive coordinator, but there's definite up, upward momentum as of this moment after beating a good Lions team at home. Yeah, I mean, no question. I mean, the Lions are still in position to host a playoff game next month. They, they, they've obviously hit a lull, and it's part of the reason that you and I both picked the Bears to win this game coming into the week, but the Bears played well. You know, they played well across the board. There were mistakes. There were things they want to correct and get better at, but they were they were the more disciplined team. They, they were the sharper team. They were the team that uh, took advantage of the other team's mistakes and, and took advantage of their opportunities in ways that were very meaningful. And so, yeah, I think that that climb is, is significant. Now it's just about how fast you can continue making it and how far can you get before we flip the calendar into the 2024 offseason where we're all trying to figure out which direction they're going to lean in a lot of different directions. And like we talked about the other day, you know, look like five games is a long time, you know, and, mm-hmm. and now they have four left. You can change uh, the narrative and the conversation around your team really quickly with with the way you play down the stretch. Let's see what happens. And just a quick note, the Panthers did lose again today. So the Bears Stunning. via the Panthers have a, yeah, yeah, shocking development. But the Bears via the Panthers do have a two-game lead on the number one pick in the draft with four games to play. So we'll obviously be keeping an eye on that. So last thing I think we want to touch on here before we give out a couple game balls, fourth and 13, 
yeah. under two minutes left in the third quarter. This is probably this is the play of the game. Yeah, the Bears. The Bears come out and they're doing the hey, we're gonna run a hard count, see if we can get a free five yards. And I'm guessing that maybe then if they get the five yards, maybe then they decide are we gonna actually go for this. But the Lions jump, they get a free play. Justin Fields and DJ Moore are on the same page. The offensive line gives him plenty of time, and it's an easy 38-yard touchdown that gave, gave the Bears the lead that they never gave back. So, Dan, what did you hear from the locker room from Eberfoots from Fields about that play and how that came about and how well executed it was? So I'm just kind of going through my notes here before we get to the 4th and 13 on the plays that preceded that because it felt like another one of those opportunities where the offense was was – stalling and, and and really frustrating you, right? Because it's fourth and 13 for a reason. You're coming off three consecutive three and outs by the defense and you've got the, your opportunity. Like the defense is, is setting you up now. Like they're throwing the lobs to the rim and they're asking you to alley you've dunk something, you know, and like take one of these things that we're giving you, which is optimal field position and turn it into something. The Bears started that, that position possession at midfield. If you don't mm-hmm. turn that into points there, you've let a golden opportunity go by the wayside in a game that's tied. Well, in, the, in the drive before that, they started at their own 48, I believe, right? Right. So- and then, yes. and, and that ended in a punt. And, and so now here you're looking at consecutive punts with, with optimal field position and you're going, man, like this is what bad teams do to lose games that I think you put on Twitter. The, the Lions were begging you to win. Like they were saying, here, take this game. Yes. So, you, you know, you get you get uh, a three-yard loss somewhere in there. I think it was uh, a Justin Fields. It looked like a flip out to, to carry Blazing Game. You remember that? He was pressured. He threw it to the outside. It yes. was just like, I'm getting rid of this. And Blazing Game caught it and went, went out of bounds. Two plays later, you're in fourth and 13, and you have zero intent on running a play. You're just going up there to, to run what DJ Moore called the freeze play. You know, you're going you're gonna to do some histrionics at the line. You're going to try to set a trap. You're going to think that, like, a group of grown professionals is, is going to, to fall into your trap. And no one on the Bears was expecting to run a play there. Cole Komet said he was shocked. He said he went up to the line. Uh, thinking no way in hell that they jump off sides here. It's fourth and 13. We're at the 38. This is prime punt territory. It's take a delay a game and punt. Still, the Bears sell it, right? And so you got to give them credit for their part of things. You've got Braxton Jones and Tevin Jenkins, uh, you know, communicating, gesticulating, trying to trying to make new mic calls and try and get the Lions to believe that that something is coming. Cole Komet said that he gets so caught up in the theatrics of it that he, he looks over at Darnell Mooney, he starts making gestures and, and Mooney's looking at him like, what the hell? So he banged on his helmet as if to say like, this is some sign that we're going to do something. Lucas Patrick might've been the most interesting person to talk to because he's the one that one has to recognize when Aiden Hutchinson comes across the line and snap it instantly so that you have a chance at the free play. He also is the guy that played six seasons in green Bay at a time when Luke, mm. Yes, he was also there. And I don't think that's insignificant because Aaron Rodgers has shown the world what free play magic can be on a regular basis by using a, a cadence and a call and getting guys to jump offsides and then killing them with something down the field. And so when when Justin's cadence gets Aiden Hutchinson to have a brain fart and Aiden Hutchinson, the best pass rusher on the Lions, who, who has no intention of doing what he did, slips up and comes across the line, the Bears pounce. All of a sudden, you've got DJ Moore with an inside release on the outside, one-on-one, with a free play. I mean, mm-hmm. it, 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 it's it's candy from a baby at that point, and Fields sees it, rips the throw, touchdown. And you're right, it's the biggest play of the game because at the, at the moment, it's 13-all, and you make it 19-13, to 13, and you miss the, the PAT, and that's a, a conversation for another time. But you took the momentum of that game because your opponent made a mistake. 
And look, like I, I wrote in my column that obviously we're going to we're going to glorify that play into probably more than what it should be. We're going to it's going to be an oral history, mm-hmm. a three part documentary. It's going to be like, oh, the free play. But to me, it's an example of the Bears finally taking a blunder by the opponent and cashing it in, cashing it in in a big way with the touchdown that gives them the lead for good, that gives them the opportunity to finish in the fourth quarter and finish. They did. And so unquestionably, uh, that was the, the, the moment of the, that that swung the entire game. Oh, and and I'm glad that you brought up the the Packers connection because I don't know how many times we've seen Aaron Rodgers break the Bears back with that exact play, right? That exact kind of play sequence, yeah, yeah. And and and, and it was it was it was really almost startling to see like wow the Bears actually made a free play turn into a touchdown they they made their opponent make a mistake and then took full advantage of it so that it was it was startling to an extent and also great to see and and you know of course the, the extra point was blocked and thank god that didn't come back to bite them yeah but, <laughs> but uh like what kind of growth and we can kind of transition this into what kind of day we, we each felt that justin fields had like like that's not a play we've necessarily seen from fields or this offense as we've been kind of alluding to at all not just not just with justin fields here but in 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 previous quarterbacks previous regimes they finally were able to execute that kind of thing so yeah so what does that say about fields and then and then i'll go ahead and ask you like what how did you feel about justin fields day at at large no i mean like at that play like i say it's it, it really is it really does come down to an absolute brain fart by the opponent and then you're just ready for it and 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 you practice it and the bears said they practice it every week and three times this week during their practice periods someone on the scout team came across and they were able to run on a free play and you have your rules on that and dj moore says once he sees the ball snapped that it's just meep meep he's in roadrunner mode and he goes <laughs> off the races and he, and he beats his guy for a touchdown and so to me the the bigger significance of it was creating that momentum that you then sustained you know and so you come back and, and the lions are clearly rattled by it and two snaps mm-hmm. later they fumble the ball right back to you you know on a snap on a basic center exchange with Frank Ragnall, their starting center, out. Graham Glasgow blows the snap, and T.J. Edwards dives on it. And what happens from there? Justin puts the ball back in the end zone, with a, this time with a scramble, uh, which he did well all day. The tuck-and-run mm-hmm. scrambles paid off for him, and he, and he gets into the end zone, and now he gives you that commanding lead. Instead of just that one-score lead, now you got a two-score lead, and you, you've got your opportunity to finish this game out. So I think that that was it more than anything was getting that momentum and then sustaining that momentum through the final gun where you walk out of here feeling like you never let the foot off the gas in the second half. And that was huge. Mother's day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from blue Nile from timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones. Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast. Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. 
Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. So then final thing here, and I know that, well, again, this is something else that you and David will get into as the week goes on. Chase Daniel tweeted after (laughs) the game, the Bears are back. Question mark, question mark. Y'all didn't believe me about Justin Fields. 206 passing yards, 61 rushing, two touchdowns. Now, I don't think I'm not here to say at all that Justin Fields had a bad game. No. But to, to say that he had a great game, I think is exaggerating. And it's and look, he played, he played good. He played well enough for them to win by double digits over a team, a good team at home. But to say he had some some like great game, I think is a a little little bit too far. And I'm those, and I'm a Fields guy. <laughs> for those watching on YouTube, the uh, motion sensors just uh, I think went out, and so I got no lights in here anymore. But we can still progress with the end of the podcast. But you're right. Like, right. The thing, first of all, like Chase has gotten in this habit of uh, falling in love with the caps lock key, and he wrote, "The Bears are back." B a c k <laughs> all in caps. You know, and I was just thinking, boy, the five and eight last place Bears are back with this with this win today. They're in the um, hunt though. Yeah, there, there they ish. are, right there, ish, ish. <laughs> um, but like, yeah, Justin played well. I mean, the, the ball security was important today to take care of the football on a day where your defense gets you three takeaways again. It's a big deal. Uh, I thought the ability to start the game again with a touchdown drive in which they looked really good and which they let him turn it loose with his legs a little bit, some of it designed, some of it on, on scrambles. The Lions have found no answers for him in the last two years in terms of stopping him as a scrambler. And Aaron Glenn has got to take a long look in the mirror and figure out why he's the the one coordinator that, that cannot figure out that Justin Fields greatest strength is his running ability. Right. <laughs> like, cause they just keep it's, letting, it's letting him gash them in big ways that, that kill you defensively. Um, Look, like you're going to go back through the through the video review, and you're going to see throws that Justin missed. He he was recounting them at the podium today, like three or four mm-hmm. that that he wishes he had back, including one over the middle late in the game to, to DJ Moore that he absolutely sailed. Um, and then yep. there's moments where where you feel really good about about some of the growth he's making, you know. And so, uh, you know, look, like I I don't think anyone of sound mind has denied the existence of Justin Fields improvement, right. And, and of progress mm-hmm. and, and of the idea that he's getting better. I just think you have to ask the, the, the question about what are the limitations? Are they always going to be limitations? And now at this pivot point in your franchise history, what are you going to do with an opportunity to, to pivot in a new direction when you may have a better, clearer picture of where the ceiling for this quarterback is. And so look like Justin's still got four more games to add to that. I think we've documented on this podcast ad nauseum, how, how strong of a uh, character guy he is and a leader and, and, and a toughness guy mentally uh, and what that does for your football team. And, and today that those types of things helped you. Uh, and, and he made plays when, when he needed to make plays. And like I say, there wasn't the, the catastrophic mistake, a couple of the sacks today, right. you know, there's one in the first half, 6.3 <laughs> seconds holding the ball where you just, you're watching it unfold and you're like, man, like at some point, get rid of the ball, get rid of the ball. can't still be something ball. we're talking about. <laughs> I get it. Like you get out and you make plays out of that sometimes and it, it, it gets everybody happy. But the, those big, lo- I think the three sacks in the first half were 29 yards worth of, of lost yardage, you know, and that's, yes. that's too much. Like you just can't take that kind of lost yardage. So in, in two to his credit, he didn't take a sack in the second half. 
Right. So that did improve. Right. And, and, and look, so, so you, you, you're getting the growth from Justin and now he's got to continue the growth and he's got to continue to stay in the moment, which he's done really well. And I think that's been one of his strengths lately, even with everything that's coming at him is, is not pressing and not feeling that outside pressure and not worrying about 2025 when he's sitting here in week 14 of 2023. And you mentioned that the, that Justin Fields gives the Lions fits. Dan Campbell said before the first game against the bears, that he has nightmares about defending Justin Fields, and he's still going to Justin Fields in his career against the Lions. So about like four hundred forty in the last three, two years, anyway. Yeah, yeah. In his four career games against the Lions, forty-four attempts, three hundred ninety-two yards, ninety-eight rushing yards per game. The passing yards are a lot more pedestrian, but when you're averaging ninety-eight yards per game, you don't have to throw throw as much. Right. So, so yeah, he has been an absolute nightmare for the Dan Campbell Lions for the last two seasons. And I guess the the, the last thing here, Dan, uh, do we want to give out a couple quick game balls? Yeah, before, we give out game balls before the lights sure. go out. All right, so I I gotta go with my guy Jaquan Brisker, not just because he's on the the show every week that I produce on on the score bursting and Holmes from ten to two Monday through Friday, but he is also on on a fantasy team that I have where oh, we wow. have individual defensive players. He had 21 points today stats. and I'm in a game where I need to win. I need to I need a win to get a first round bye. So he's my guy this week. He gets he gets my game ball. What a, like he he was all over the place. And I, I love that he said after the game I felt like I only had like five tackles. Like yeah. it's weird how like psychologically it's like dude you were all over the field. So yeah, Jaquan Bridge gets my game, my game ball. Well, so I, I'm going to go to the obvious one on the offensive side of the ball, and it's the guy that you traded for to be a star, and it's DJ Moore. You know, and, and the guy not only has the the big play, 38 yard touchdown grab that swung the game, but the touchdown run in the first half on the direct snap gadget play. I love that play design, and the Bears in the locker room afterwards, stud said that that, that play's new. That's a new wrinkle that they kind of dropped into the nice. playbook recently. Uh, Justin Fields said he was eager to run it because he was tired and he wanted someone <laughs> else to do the work, and so you know, basically all he had to do was take. A, a, a fake handoff and DJ's got a wall of blockers in front of him uh, along the left sideline headed to the south end zone. The guy just continues to produce. I know he did not have a target in the first half and then finishes the day with, with 10 targets and he gets six grabs, 68 yards and a touchdown and he turns uh, three rushes into 20 yards, including that 16 yard touchdown run. Certainly lamented the fourth and one push push mm-hmm. pitch out to the outside that he couldn't get the the first down on i didn't love that play call i didn't love the bears inability to first show a bunch of stuff on tape for weeks that they're going to run the tush push over and over again because then that play probably works a little better mm-hmm. uh but yeah dj moore is the obvious recipient on the offensive side of the ball for the guy that just continues uh to be the heartbeat you know and the guy that the guy that's making the big plays when you need him i think that what what real quick is what i love about the dj moore rushing touchdown you talked about which is a new wrinkle I, what so I'm, I'm like going to steal for the uh, yeah. for the for the youth uh, oh, flag football yeah, playbook. That's, 100%. That's, a, that's a that's a great youth football play, definitely. <laughs> but the fact that so many times when teams run that kind of play, they almost exclusively pitch it back to the quarterback. Yeah. And so the Bears said we're not going to do that, and we're going to go ahead and run it around the end. So that causes a lot of confusion if you're a defense that sees on tape teams run that reverse play where they're just going to give it back to the quarterback and try to hit a drag route or a go route on the opposite side. I do think the bears later in this season, whether it's next week or, or later on, will run that play again, where they do pitch it back to Justin, because if you're not doing that, then why run the play in the first place other than right. getting the touchdown, obviously, but you're saying yeah, yeah, you're touchdown's doing, nice. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, sorry, let me rephrase that. If you're doing that just to run it once, that's a mistake. Like you, 
you should build off of that kind of play. So yeah, no, there's that's, no question. That's what I would do. <laughs> that's the beauty of the sport, right? Like, is you can you can you can dress things up and then do them in a lot of different ways. And uh, yeah, look, like that was a, that was another moment in in this team's uh, journey today, where where you're like, wow, okay, you know, th- th- they're clicking, and it looks like it's supposed to look, you know, and that, that we got to see more of it. Uh, but today was one of those days where it looked like it's supposed to look. It certainly feels a hell of a lot better to sit here and do a per- post-game pod after a win, especially after two wins in a row. So we'll wrap it up here on the Take the North podcast. If you're listening on the Odyssey app or watching a, watching a, a darkened Dan Wiederer on, yeah. on, on YouTube, <laughs> thanks for thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Uh, you can read Dan Wiederer at chicagotribune.com. You can read David Hawes' column at 670thescore.com. David will be back for our episode coming your way on Tuesday. The Bears move on next week to face the Browns on the road as Justin Fields, like we said, tries to exercise some demons. Dan, anything else before we before we before we check out? No, we'll have a lot more to unpack Monday when we get back up to Alice Hall here again from from Matt Eberflus and a couple of players. But yeah, it's just another uh, another step in the right direction for a team that we've been asking to make steps. And so let's see where they take it from here. And that'll do it for the Take North Podcast. Victory edition Bears beat the Lions 28-13 to for Dan Wiederer. I am Adam Staczynski. We'll catch you next time on the Take North Podcast. Great talk. See you out there.